You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. It's R-A-D. Just the good stuff, baby. I think I know the answer, but have y'all seen the show Ridiculousness? No. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, 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 no? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll... so we have two folks here who haven't seen Ridiculousness. One that has, I don't know how y'all haven't. It's all <laughs> MTV plays nowadays. Uh, are, I, you fa- I, are you familiar with Ridiculousness? I'm only familiar with the fact that it plays on MTV 24 hours okay. a day. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. And honestly, no one should be watching this show. The fact <laughs> that I watch this show um is a testament to how sad my life is but i'm one of those folks who always has to have kind of something playing in the background or else the thoughts start happening (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. uh, me too yeah for sure for sure so it's the simpsons for me right now yeah nice for some reason it's been you know what let me put on mtv see some stupid shit on ridiculousness so for those who aren't familiar it's rob durdick who is i guess a skateboarder uh chanel Mm -hmm. west coast and stilo brim uh, they just they play stupid videos of people like falling and hitting their nuts like that's literally what the show is. Um, cool. But I have watched it enough to where I have unlocked the secret menu, so to speak, of ridiculousness, which is incredibly sad. And that is the fact the the fact that in a few episodes they stop for at least five or six minutes to talk about their Christian faith. And I am not even kidding. What? They're reached a point, like literally like in between, like in between segments, they're like, yeah, so blah, blah, blah. These are about a segment about people hitting their nuts. And then it's like, you know, they're hitting their nuts and stuff. At one point in time, he stopped the show and he was like, so y'all pray every day? And CeeLo Brim's like, yeah, man, I have to thank God for like everything in my life. What? Chanel West Coast is like, yeah, I pray every single day. My grandmother, blah, blah, blah. And then it like ended with, well, God hates these motherfuckers. And then it jumped into like (laughs) some stupid shit. But I feel like I have unlocked the secret menu of ridiculousness. What? And that's when I knew that it was probably sad. So I'm not watching ridiculousness anymore, but just saying. Are you going to watch deliciousness though? (laughs) No. Wait. Did you say religiousness? Deliciousness is the other is their spinoff. Deliciousness. Spin-off. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're they're doing deliciousness. They're doing another show that's that's hosted adorableness. by Ad- yeah. Adorableness. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what MTV's doing. Um, I miss the days that they played music on my music television. Yeah. To, to, to Sean's point, they should do a Christian interlude every five episodes. Yeah, like is that like? I want to know if it's still going on. Um, their their Christian faith that's or what, the show. Baffling to me is like who's watching it. I want to know who's yeah. like. Yeah, I turned this on because I go. You know, been out a couple more public places with televisions recently. I don't see anyone airing ridiculousness. Like, who are they airing it for? I have never been to a Planet Fitness when ridiculousness was not on the screens. Uh, it's on <laughs> if you go to a Planet yeah. Fitness or a Jiffy Lube or anywhere the way mm-hmm. car dealership. Ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Okay. I do think uh, there are likely, to Will's uh, point here, several youth groups out there now doing religiousness um, <laughs> as like some yeah. kind of teen VBS theme. Uh huh. Gotta be. If not, Protestant churches hired me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, anyways, uh, we'd like to welcome a special guest this week. Uh, we have uh, Lilith from uh, Ghost Puncher Core, as well as Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks on Noise yes. Space. Shout out Matt GameCube, good friend of ours. Old boss. Um, yeah, old boss. Old boss. Um, <laughs> you finally got out from under his <laughs> iron fist, huh? Yeah, we, we, we swapped <laughs> you in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone had to take our place. <laughs> oh, Thank you. God. Thanks again for uh, for hopping on. Um, yeah, we we were just telling Lilith before the show started that uh, um, we we originally didn't have Sean today because uh, cliffhanger from last episode, Sean died. Um, so we needed to find someone. Sean's back to life. Uh, and thank okay. God, because anyone who fills in for Sean gets insults hur- hurled at them. So you're you're safe. Yeah. You're safe from this episode. That, that's really good. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> and I've been Sean, get a haircut. I've been absent for two weeks, so I've got it really coming to me. And it's for the <laughs> stupidest reason. Uh, <laughs> what? So what? What happened? What? How did? How did you die? And and now you've come back to life. So it it, it's kind of goes in line with my show and tell this week, but Fish is on tour this year, and after recently getting into him, (laughs) um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go see them. And uh, Peyton surprised me with tickets a couple days before the show in Alpharetta, and so we went on Saturday the 31st and had us a hell of a time. Halloween. Yep, it was July Halloween. Uh, <laughs> and uh basically i uh i just i went the next night after that and then i followed them up to nashville some great shows excellent time um went to nashville and i haven't done improv in over a decade this is <laughs> i was about to say this sounds like a great time this doesn't sound most, like a way that you die most yeah, improv no. is just naming cities so <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. reciting the fish tour re- as le- as recently uh i don't know pick I a paid... third city <laughs> <laughs> I paid over $40 for two vodka lemonades, and I was beaten to a pulp from reason itself. That, that, sounds, more, that sounds more realistic yeah. than going up yeah. to Nashville. You um, know, the, the, the price of drinks at a fish show uh, doesn't really, shouldn't really affect you because I've heard that when you're at a fish show, your body just becomes numb. It's called tray anesthesia. Uh, no. I like it. Will. I like that. That was funny. I wish I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right, time to introduce the show. Um, this is Radish. This is episode 168. Holy moly! Um, this week, uh, Sean's back to life. We got a whole bunch of new, fun, uh, good stuff that we found this week, and uh, we're wrapping this up with uh, what I'm titling Will's wrestling segment. Um, yeah, it's about, yeah. Creative, it's about as creative. It's about as creative as uh, as Sean's little story he just told about going up to Nashville. <laughs> but that's what we're wrapping up the show with. Um, I'm Tyler, and I am super happy that we're back after a two week break. Uh, I'm Will. Sean, and oh, sorry. No, go ahead. It's <laughs> I should have given myself more time. It's a whole new month now, isn't it? Maybe I don't know. You you interrupted me for this. I did. <laughs> uh, it's it's. Oof. Uh, Plastic Sean. We're doing City Pop September. It's not even September yet. It's still nope. August. 
Well, we'll we're going to do City Pop September. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Will September Far. It's Earth, Wind, and Fire July. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to be doing Is it? I'm Lilith. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Don't, please don't. Please don't feed into this. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Make your middle name Elefunk. That one always goes really well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so uh, why don't we hop into some good news this week? All right. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> I just wasn't ready. <laughs> good news. Thank you, Gary. Um, first piece of good news. Sean's back. We missed him uh. so much. Welcome back, Sean. Uh, second piece of good news. Actually, I'm extending this piece of good news from last week's episode because this news keeps continuing. Are you guys following the shenanigans on social media about all these celebrities coming out and saying they don't take showers? Fortunately. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course uh, I am. Yeah, Who's Terry Crews just came out. Um, we were talking last week about how Ashton Kutcher and, and uh, Mia, his wife... I forget what was her last name mila kunis mila kunis yeah my, 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 half of her first name <laughs> mila kunis don't bathe their children um and uh people are now starting to come out and say that this is a government psyop to prepare us all for uh the water upcoming water wa- yeah. yeah so the water wars um, <laughs> the water wars i'm i'm starting to i'm honestly starting to believe it because why else would all of these celebrities come out and say they smell like shit that that's that's what I'm curious about. Now, what Terry Crews said wasn't that he's anti-shower. It's that you shouldn't shower if you didn't get sweaty. Which that's yeah. just that's just depression. That's just what you do if you're sad. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Did the sniff test. Yeah, that's uh, whatever. Uh, I met the podcasting today, and I have not showered. But that's because I didn't go out because it's my day off, and I also didn't get sweaty. Like I, you're, I you're think- about to be. <laughs> yeah uh it, it's like recommended by i want to say dermatologist but i'm i'm only citing a, a skincare video i've seen at one point but it is recommended that like you there's one day a week that you don't shower um it's supposedly better for your skin and it's uh i, I know the french practice uh Oh yeah! But... Why did I get well, into this? They practice. <laughs> the French are notoriously known for being stinky. They they have one day a week. They call the sans douche days. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> Come on! Come on! I'm just Damn just it, gonna France. Step. <laughs> uh, and apparently they, they mime listening. showering that day. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's just it's better for your skin. And, Holy shit! Uh, so, but I don't subscribe to the oh yeah we just don't shower i i for every day i go to work i shower um or any day like i go out and see people i shower but from taking out home the the question was um not showering not how often do you in specific shower (laughs) so the sniper trained outside sean's shower i should tell him to stand down for one day a week Yeah. I don't know. Lilith, where do you fall on this? Uh, I think that most of the people who have come out and say in saying this live pampered lives of luxury. 
and uh, they will probably be fine. Uh, <laughs> when was when was the last time you think Mila Kunis sweated at all? <laughs> like <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, do you think he's had to lift something over five pounds in the last decade? That's true. A good That's point. True. I think I think I sweat more <laughs> messing up Mila Kunis's name than Mila Kunis has uh, in the past few months. In every episode of Family Guy. <laughs> yeah exactly that's true that's true but here i don't even know if the sweat things that i mean i spill stuff on everybody spills stuff on themselves <laughs> no, but Tyler, just... hold on that's a laundry hmm. question unless you're just like hmm. hanging out with like a jar of strawberry jam that you spill and get stuck to yourself <laughs> who has tyler that eats... not happened tyler eats <laughs> Teller eats like Winnie the Pooh, just sticking his whole hand in a jar. In a, in a, in a jar of honey. No pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no pants. Yeah, I mean, other scenarios where just you might red also top. get dirty. I thought it would take longer before we finally got to talking about Jake Gyllenhaal getting mustard on his tits, but I'm glad we're here. That's in the wrestling segment, right to too. The <laughs> Okay, so you guys aren't as up in arms about this I've, as I obviously. No, <laughs> I have started an experiment though, and <laughs> I saw I saw somebody on Twitter get in on this, and they said it was a man with long, luxurious hair. He goes, "I never wash my hair." I've heard that. I think I, there's there's some difference there between washing your hair and washing your body. So I'm on like day four of not washing my hair, and I, I will report back on day seven if I've felt any difference. Can I? Can I tell you something? Yes. I barely ever wash my hair. Interesting. It's like once in every few weeks. Kind Your of hair thing looks fantastic. And you like soft looking hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I condition pretty frequently, but mm. I don't shampoo. Um, and because here's 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 the thing. Because because Will, I want you to take this into account while you're doing your little uh, uh, science experiments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The reason why your hair gets as greasy as it does when you're not shampooing is like that oil is like what your your hair needs to protect itself. Mm -hmm. And when you shampoo a lot, it's going to be putting that oil production into overdrive to protect protect itself. If you go longer between shampoos, your your hair chills out a little bit more. Interesting. Um, It is. That's why yeah. your dog only you shampoo it like once every month. And exactly. It's, oh, interesting. And Max is so soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, condition maybe once every two or three days. Shampoo maybe once every couple weeks. That's wow. what I'm on. Wow. See, now I'm wondering with those. those we we uh, learned something today. I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> those certified by dermatologist skin statistics, which I I cited earlier. I'm wondering because Lilith, what you said sounded. <laughs> it's similar. It, like yeah, it, it the chemical similar, right. composition is all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your skin. It's needs, the same like, thing. Recover after a day. Can't keep taking like the soap and the hot water. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. hair edging. It's sure. is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's when, when you finally shampoo, it works twice as good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what scientists next, call it, Sean, in the study I cited. Next piece of Dr. good news Jonathan I have is 
<laughs> are, are we sure that, that Lilith is not a psyop from the government to prepare us for the water wars? She's a podcast elite. <laughs> podcast elite! You have a lot. Holy shit! <laughs> you and Pod Save America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I do have another piece of good news that's actually pretty funny that I found. Well, I'm not uh, hitting the jingle is, again. Okay, don't hit the jingle. It's fine. Uh, but I, I do, I, I took this article and I, I condensed it down to a Sparknotes version because this is one of those articles that it could be in the onion. I feel like it could be mm-hmm. in the onion and it's written okay. from beginning to end. Like it could be in the onion or click hole, click hole or something like that. And the title of this article is Aldi bagger performs at such high speed that it leaves ladies shaking and crying in terror. <laughs> so this, <laughs> this actually happened. So here's the spark notes version of this article. A Teesside mom says that she has been left traumatized by the aggressive approach of an Aldi cashier and the ferocious speed of the supermarket's conveyor belts. She claims that the worker refused to slow his scanning, even as food fell from the packaging area onto the floor like a slot machine. The 35-year-old mom, as if that makes a difference, maintains that she was loading her shopping as quickly as possible, but the worker was taking no prisoners and continuously scanning and piling. Soon, huge towers of groceries loomed perilously over the edge of the packing area as she frantically reached to place the item in her bags. He could see my struggle, and when a tin finally fell, I began crying and shaking, she explains. She said his response was blunt and aggressive, and she said that obviously she wasn't packing quickly enough, and she was a liar. So uh, that's the end of the article. I guess someone stepped in and uh, diffused the situation, but... uh, I gotta I would, say, that's the most terrifying situation I think I've heard. I would give any amount of money to have video of this incident. <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be, 100%. right? There's gotta be a closed this, circuit. This, this sounds like a I think you should leave sketch. Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, lady, you can't handle it? You can't handle it? Maybe you should go to the Aldi across town if you can't handle my bagging fury. <laughs> they do let the cashier sit down at Aldi, so I'm thinking that may have like Ooh. Uh, stored energy. Yeah, his exactly. leg energy is in his hands. Exactly. Interesting. I've gotten close to shaking and crying in an Aldi because I have really bad <laughs> social anxiety. And yeah, Aldi yeah. is a place... <laughs> Where none of the rules are the same. Like they make you bag it yourself, and they're like, "So where mm-hmm. are your yeah. bags?" And you're like, "I, I don't, I didn't know I had to bring bags." And yeah. so, like my first time at an Aldi, I was very much felt like, "Please don't laugh at me. I don't know what I'm doing. I have to do it. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, why does the why does the cart cost a quarter?" Like, it's, so, it's a stressful area. I forgot about that. The cart costs money to use. So Aldi is in the wrong here. Is what you're saying? I. Aldi's in the wrong. The cashier's in the wrong. Um, <laughs> the woman's in the wrong. They're all in the wrong. No yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody should have showed up to this. Like, <laughs> Aldi, Little, Aldi owns be... Trader Joe's, which is like the most wholesome, wonderful checkout experience. And this is like the other side oh of the God. coin. Yeah, yeah. 
Lilith, can I use that line for everything I want to complain about now? I'm just like, nobody should have shown up for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a great fucking line. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to take the opposite end here. Uh, I think, you know, we just, the Olympics just ended. Sure. sure. I think we need to give, like, you know, our, our like, people that are bagging groceries, are just, like, daily workers like a chance to shine like this like this would be fantastic this is an incredible feat sure he may have been rude to that one old woman but i she's I'm 35 oh <laughs> yeah i'm wow. five years away from that Never slightly mind. older than sean yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but like whenever like i bring my reusable bags to Publix, and the the baggers can like when they fit everything into the bag with such like precision and skill, I am always so delighted. I'm like, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And they say, can I help you out to your car with it? And I say, no, thank you. I am nearly an old 35 Don't you dare. Uh, I'm five years away from being Sean's old. Sean's standing at the checkout lane just clapping like, oh my God, this is the, holy shit. This is amazing. We should thank them like we thank doctors. since forever because they're just so impressive now. I don't know we what's going on with Princess Diana. She's <laughs> <Who's> still dead. <laughs> we should thank them like we thank doctors during COVID and like once a week. Yeah. Go outside and bang pots and pans, <laughs> hoping they'll hear it. <laughs> Spin that boat around in the English Channel. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll host some good grocery news like John Krasinski did. And I'll just like talk oh, exclusively God. to the <laughs> local grocery workers. Be great. And I'll okay. just t- I'll talk grocery news, like new Pop Tart flavors. It's gonna be great, right? There was a. There I feel a... like they don't care about the Pop Tart flavors. I feel like they'd want to <laughs> hear about like, oh, we got a new thing to hold the bags open while you <laughs> yeah, bag. That's true. Like that's the development. Inside baseball <laughs> for groceries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The pop car- the Pop Tart boxes are all the same size. They all go in the bag the same. They don't care <laughs> yeah. what flavors they are. <laughs> this will help your stocking. All the ketchup bottles are now the same shape. This is great. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> They're all in there, bags. There was a guy at. If you're listening to this, uh, if you're out there, there was a gentleman who was a cashier at the Costco in Sandy Springs, Georgia, and we sought him out every time because no matter how many items at Costco you had, you were checked out in 45 seconds. It doesn't matter how backed <laughs> up. He was incredible. He was the fastest. He was a machine and like eggs, gentlest touch. He'd lay him down like <laughs> like God on a pillow. Just he was in, he was a machine, and he was also like the nicest guy. I forget his name, but if you're out there, if you look at Sandy <laughs> Springs Costco, we remember you. You were wonderful. We need to get this guy from Aldi to Costco stat. I think they appreciate his his work there. Um, but okay, so that that was the good news for the week. Uh, let's move on to uh, show and tells. I just think they're neat. Fuck Ingles. <laughs> hey, it's the advantage. Is Ingles still around? Ingles is yeah. still around, and it's still everyone still looks haunted. Hate him. Nice. I have uh, Piggly Wiggly spaces. here. Uh, let's uh, since since you already hinted at it, Sean. Uh, let, let's go ahead and finish your, your story here on what actually happened at the fish show. I'd be happy to. Uh, 
it was uh, it w- took place at Ameris Bank Amphitheater. It was July thirty first. You can go and find this show online. There, are, you can see both set openers on YouTube. I would encourage you to watch the set two opener because holy God in heaven, I'll get to it in a moment. In any case, uh, <laughs> it was my first time seeing fish since Bonnaroo two thousand twelve when this kind of thing awoken in me of just like, oh, I think I kind of get jam bands now. And as uh, I just grew, as summers passed... <laughs> that would be a place to to finally understand jam Yeah, bands. exactly. Shout out old friend of the show, Tom, or old friend of ours, Tommy, who uh, sat next to me and just talked me through it. And it was excellent. I learned a lot. Um, <laughs> Sober Sean. This is talking through a fish. <laughs> Completely. That's what I needed. Um... In any case, over the past couple summers, you know, I listen to Fish here and there. And just like, oh, cool. Like, if they come to town, I'll, like, try and seek out the show that they just played um, and listen to a little bit. But nothing has hit me as hard as it has this year. Like, it hasn't hit me as hard as it has this year. I'm getting into the Grateful Dead and Fish, as you heard several episodes ago. In any case, um, Payne and I went, and it was her first show. She could not stand me playing Fish so much in the apartment. God bless her. Uh, But... (laughs) There's a happy ending to this story. Any case, uh, <laughs> we got to Ameris Bank Amphitheater. It's it used to be Verizon Wireless. It's a lovely amphitheater. It's fantastic. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely convinced Ameris Bank is a thing. It yeah. is around here. It's it's not great. We talked about I, it last time. I, I still yeah. wish it was a Verizon Wireless because it was just easier to say. Um, but this is all to say, if even if you're not a Fish fan, if you're not convinced, or if you're curious, go see them live. A lawn seat, if you get them early enough, will cost no more than seventy dollars, um, and Jesus. it is just yeah. <laughs> but it is you're paying That's a lot of money. <laughs> you're paying seventy dollars for three hours of music for two seconds. Jesus, <laughs> it is. I had just the time of my life, just letting loose, being completely carefree, and just dancing and boogieing to all these songs and just bonding with all these fans who were so kind and so nice um there are these two guys behind us who are on some sort of substance uh and i think selling it too but they i wish i could do i wish i could demonstrate this properly in the screen but they did this dance that was essentially like a crab dance where they just got real low crouched (laughs) like legs real wide and just like swung their arms like back and forth like a little anemone. Um, so crab or anemone? But, yeah. You know, half and okay. half. Um, Different okay. Squatting like a crab and then waving like an anemone. Exactly. I think I get it. I can yeah. see it now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, this is the first show, like fish show that I've actively engaged in. And I was like, maybe this is something people do. So I joined them. And it was great. We bonded. I don't think they really... Uh, knew whatever i was saying at any point but they you know looked at me and they were like this guy gets it he gets it and i went up and thanked them in the set break and i was like thanks so much guys and the guy's pupils were like huge um but he was like yeah man no worries it's great uh so maybe shout he was out an to optometrist earlier maybe yeah his eyes are dilated um but th- the set was fantastic i heard i'm gonna go i'm not gonna go through all of it but they played like everything's right which is such just a feel-good song maze is super fucking fun foam stash bathtub gin and then the set break came which was about half an hour um and then you get to uh like that's when you know everyone went to the bathroom grabbed drinks that kind of thing and set two started okay. and i they played one i was of wondering the- when that happened <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still went. <laughs> I've been spending this whole time thinking, when are we going to get to the bathroom? <laughs> Man, 
Sean's talking a lot and hasn't mentioned the bathroom once. I am worried for these people. And actually, okay. The, as you might imagine, there was a line from the men's bathroom at a fish show. Uh, and I waited every time I went. How long was it? It was like <laughs> two or three minutes long. It wasn't terrible. That's not bad. Um, That's not bad at all. I do remember at one point I was like, I should make an I think you should leave joke. And because everyone was like, you know, it was one of those rooms where it's just one guy cracks a joke and he's like the hero of the space, that kind of thing. <laughs> I was like, the bathroom still? <laughs> the bathroom? Yeah, like it was just like rose of urinals. The, the energy in the bathroom was palpable. It truly was. was it really was. They, yeah. it. they were thirsting for jokes. <laughs> they needed it. <laughs> It just, really just was. Need some interactive art, <laughs> some interactive theater art right now. <laughs> and I, I like, I remember in my mind, I was like, I should plug uh, calicocutpants.com right now, but I was like, this is not the right crowd. This is what you do it. But plug our podcast. In any case, make an advertisement at people. <laughs> um. Did not do that, and uh, set two started with the number one song I wanted to hear, which is Chalk Dust Torture, which, I like I said, you can go watch it on YouTube. It's a super fun song. It was so – they played it for – I'm looking at the runtime now. It was 26 minutes, and it was just <laughs> fantastic. Um, and then they played Steam next, and I remember Steam because I was, like, kind of cooling down, and I was like, all right, I got to get a little more to drink. And I remember standing in line to get – to almost pay another twenty dollars. How was for that line? Lemonade. It was fine. It was it was much easier than the ones before the show. Um, but then the next a song. A more receptive to his jokes. Truly, um, the next song started playing called Prince Caspian, which is another fucking great song, oh. and you can recognize it immediately. And I remember just I standing there hearing it and going, "Well, fuck, gotta go." And I left the line and I ran back to my <laughs> spot just to enjoy Prince Caspian. Not closer to the stage, but just in area of the stage. Um, but yeah, set to... You had to run back before it ended. <laughs> yeah. And it was only nine minutes, you know... so I didn't have that much time. <laughs> I had a really similar experience uh, to that um, at, a, at a show that I went to recently. Um, I, it, this, was a, this was a wrestling show. Oh. Uh and uh, 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 Joey Janela had just won his match, and I was like, "All right, Joey, oh, I I get it. You're you're great." And so I left <laughs> to go get some water because this was an indoor venue in Texas without much in the way of air conditioning. Oh. It, on July 10th, my birthday. <laughs> this is my birthday present to myself. It. Uh, so I I go I, I go over to the concession stand. I'm about like I'm like second in line for water yeah. when I hear. Uh, Atticus Kogar's music hit, which if you don't know Atticus Kogar, he's the silver toothed Satan. Um, and he's, he's, a, he's a real, he's a real a-hole. Um, and, uh, <laughs> So I jump out of line, like rush back in just in time to watch him stab lime green barbecue skewers into Joey Janela's forehead. And it was, I was so happy that I didn't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) You totally get it. Exactly, exactly. That's that is the Prince Caspian of Deathmatch Wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Like, could not miss. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at him right now, and I get it. I, I would jump out of line too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here he is, yeah, doing the barbecue skewer thing on someone. 
recently. Yeah, it's like his signature move. Is, that's awful. Yeah. You'd, think, like... you'd think people would know to deflect it at this point <laughs> if uh, he's always going for the forehead. You try and deflect that, Tyler. <laughs> oh, it's it's gnarly. It's, what it, so he's, 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 I'm sorry to just start talking. No, go I'm going to be talking a lot about deathmatch wrestling today, actually. <laughs> uh, so he, he sticks him into the forehead, and then he lets go, and they kind of billow out it, like, like a rooster plumage, kind of. Like they get stuck to the forehead. It's so fucking... It's so that good. Rules. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Was it the show so with uh, Effie? What's that? Was it the show with Effie? Was he there? Uh, yeah, Effie was there. Yes, yes. That was the show I got to meet Effie at, actually. That's right. yeah. Ooh, I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sorry, yeah, uh, Fish Show was... It's all good. We'll get to it. Uh, Fish Show was great. You know, finish up with Mike song. Uh, we could Paul Groove. Super fun. Uh, I think it was, oh, set one ended with bathtub gin. And that's when Peyton looked at me and was like, okay, I get it. I got it. Uh, which is why it's just, you have to experience the live show for yourself. You have to see, like, be in the environment. And then it'll just kind of, like, it'll hit. And you'll kind of, like, return to it as the years go on. As I will, um, obviously. Uh, in the past, you know, s- couple sets that I've done, um this tour have been really cool. They've played a lot of songs. I wish I could have heard, but you know, I'm sure I'll hear them at some point. Um, what was real fun though, was that there's this fish, this Twitter account called fish from the road and it'll just live update with tracks as they're playing them. Like, because people like keep stats on this stuff. Like you, people talk about fish the same way people talk about baseball and that just, it works for me. Yeah um interesting because it's like oh yeah they played this song you know four sets ago and it's been they played it this many times and sometimes they like tease these songs and it's real cool but i followed this account that'll let you know what song is playing as they play it and i had push notifications on my watch so when they started playing the song without fail within the first 45 seconds of the song i get a notification letting me know what song they're about to play uh it's incredible and i don't know any other like band you could do that with and it was just great yeah um but yeah super fun experience i wish i could have gone the next night even though we are exhausted the next day um but yeah can't recommend it enough if you fish comes to town you just got to drop your cynicism and just, you know, give into that curiosity. Go see him. If I'm in the same town, I'll go see him with you without hesitation. It'll be super fun. What I are promise. the odds? that <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be wandering around. <laughs> Sean, Sean, I'm very happy that you got to see them live. So um, am I. Very, very And it's, it's worth it. mentioning. I'm double vaccinated. I was on the lawn. Everyone was pretty well mm-hmm. spaced out. Uh, and Fish is now requiring proof of vaccination and negative COVID tests for all the future shows on this tour. Um, being yeah. real smart about it. Um, and uh, I left and I felt completely fine. Um, but yeah, it was a great year. I did die. Um, can <laughs> I, can I, but that's COVID. nothing new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Will, what do you got this week? All right. Do you like Pokemon? I yeah. love Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wish it was like super sad and goth? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a, I got. Well, no, it's different. Uh, <laughs> I, got a game. I got a game everyone should play if you answered yes to one or both of these questions. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne <laughs> is on Switch now. Uh, I've been I playing it. Was it. Be Pokemon Unite. <laughs> No, that was last. Yeah, week. yeah, one of the many Pokemon like. Oh, yeah, 
It's Pokemon. I've been playing but it's some God. fan games, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 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 a dungeon crawling Pokemon monster collector game, uh, but the difference is like most JRPGs have you like fend off the end of the world or like fight a demon or something. Show me guys, it's a Nocturne. Literal first plot point of the game is the world just ends and you're just in this like sphere hub world, and then they're like, all right. Well, I guess you're the one who lived, so uh, talk to these demons and figure out what the new world's going to be. And then you just go, and you collect demons. There's, like, you know, little, little you know demons along the way that you either fight or, you know, join forces with or recruit to your little your little squad. Um, and it's just really fun. It's, like, if you like, like, turn-based combat, if you like, you know, the Persona combat, because it's the same developer, same series, basically. There's no, like, social link stuff. It's just just fighting uh it's got dante from the devil may cry series that's where that meme came from um, oh okay <laughs> uh he's like, like a like a guest boss in the dlc can you catch him you cannot catch oh, him you can only boss. fight him oh, okay. yeah he's a boss uh um but yeah it's just like a really fun like aesthetically like it is a ps2 game on switch and ps4 so like it had there are some things where you're like well, this is clearly a ps2 game but like vibes Ain't nothing wrong with that Vibes immaculate. Vibes are so good. It, it feels like a. It's like playing a tool video. It's like just like this grungy and <laughs> creepy demons and like kind of. It's so cool. Um, check it out. The PS2 was such a vibes heavy console. Definitely. I feel like I loved that console so much, and there was just so like. God, uh, sorry, I can't stop ta- start talking about the uh, the PS2 because I, <laughs> I I like I genuinely think it's like my favorite home console that's ever been released. It was like um, tech limitations plus like post nine eleven grunge with the PS2. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the like you could, they combo. couldn't they couldn't make things realistic yet, but like they could they they were trying to do like some weird shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the atlas games from that like devil summoner digital devil saga mm-hmm. all the word devil in them nocturne are all just like grungy like sort of like uh like gothic house music th- driven uh, kingdom hearts kingdom hearts mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's got mickey mouse and satan that's <laughs> separate what i, what I- what I really loved about the PS2, so my favorite games on the PS2 were the Jack and Daxter games, mm. um, and I loved that, like, yeah, they did take that, like, the first game was, like, this very bright and kind of uh, uh, very kid-friendly kind of game, and then, of course, they took the post-9-11 turn, and they were like, the world has ended, and now you're in a bleak <laughs> cityscape where the cops are constantly trying to kill you. Here's it's like, gun. okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at Shadow the Hedgehog and tell me that things didn't change. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking Shadow. God, he had a gun. Um I haven't played this yet. I'm I'm actually super excited. I'm excited for the new one to come out. Mm. That new one looks looks good. The new Shin Megami game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um The hair. Obviously, the main character in this game doesn't shower at least maybe once a week. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. great hair. Great, great hair. Um, yeah, super excited. I'm loving the Shadow the Hedgehog medallion. <laughs> I forgot you got that. It's Where hard to put on. From? King Ice is the company that makes it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they make, like, affordable streetwear jewelry. 
I remember when <laughs> that was announced. That they announced it was like that. It was Sonic Shadow and what was it Knuckles was the other one. Uh, Sonic and like, Shadow you messaged Knuckles. Messaged me like, how yeah. funny would it be if I got this? And I'm like, that'd be pretty <laughs> funny. And you got it. <laughs> it's like, it was like six months ago. Did you show up? Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought it would be bigger. That almost looks you like know, uh, story of my rosary. life. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you keep that under your shirt when you're up to bat. You take it out and give it a kiss. <laughs> it's like stealing candy from a baby, which is fine by me. Um, I got a super quick show and tell uh, before before we hop into Lilith's because Lilith's yours is going to carry over really well into uh, Will's wrestling segment. TM. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so super quick, uh, I caught a new show. It's just two episodes in, so this could heel turn at any point and just be a terrible show. And I'm sorry for that's a wrestling it. reference. Here we go. Yeah, I'm getting into it. Um, the show is called Reservation Dogs on FX. I don't think it's oh. gonna. I don't think it's gonna make a U-turn because because this show is probably the most charming and one of the most funny shows that I've seen this year. And I've only seen the first two episodes. To be fair, only the first two episodes are out now while we're recording. I think there'll be three or four by the time this episode comes out. Uh, but the show follows a group of native teenagers on a reservation in Oklahoma who steal and otherwise come up with crazy, at this point, Ed Ed Nettie esque schemes uh, to earn money <laughs> to get out of the reservation and go to Los Angeles. Uh, classic buildings, Roman, here, folks, uh, if, if I might. Um, it's executive produced by Taika Waititi, so you get that brand of humor okay. poking through. This cast, honestly, is carrying it. Uh, I haven't seen these folks before. Uh, definitely a fresh slate of faces, and they are so funny and just so charming. I can't imagine that this won't be a springboard uh, for, for careers going forward. Um, so far, haven't seen much parallels between this and, and uh, Reservoir Dogs, <laughs> uh, which I'm happy about because, holy shit, yeah. I don't want to see uh, no. stuff happen to these these beautiful people that I love. Uh, <laughs> you know, other than the fact, other than the fact that they're uh, um, you know doing crime and stuff, which pretty loose, but still, two episodes out, um, really funny. Um, like I said, that right now they're just kind of doing like Ed Ed Nettie esque like schemes around the reservation. Uh, but uh, a lot of other stories coming in and character development. I'm I'm really excited to see how this show turns out through the rest of the season. I'll co-sign Tyler's. I've watched also watched the first two episodes because it's FX, baby. You got to. Um, it's uh, that's true. FX FX doesn't well it misses, but it hardly misses. Hardly misses. I will say. Um, but it's yeah, it's an absolute charmer. The characters are great. Um, I'm. It's great to see this side of like American living that it's you know we we don't see foreign, yeah it's foreign to mm-hmm. us as kids from the suburbs. Um, so this yeah. is a uh, it's and I think it's handled really well and really authentically and really uh, accessibly for everyone to watch. Um, it's it's very good. Like it's both. I I didn't know it was supposed to be a comedy at first um really yeah <laughs> so i just i didn't know like what the direction it was gonna take but i really like how it is it's very genuine but still very funny um yeah and uh i think the only reservation the reservoir dogs uh, uh connection we're gonna get is that one shot of them in the pilot just walking down an alleyway in like full suits yeah yeah that's it, and that's fine with me. That's, that's, yeah. Like I said, it, it, that that movie doesn't. Most of the characters doesn't end well for them. That's true. So, well, um, yeah, check it out if you haven't yet. Get into it now. Um, it's 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 
FX on Hulu, yeah. I mean, I don't know who's watching cable nowadays, but Hulu's got that bundling thing with FX. So they got my American Horror Story. I got to. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's why I said almost doesn't miss <laughs> everything that hasn't been touched by Ryan Murphy. Although I might watch ah, yes. American Crime Story because I don't know. Sean it, loves it crime. Seems, it seems interesting. I'm just talking about impeachment. It seems interesting. I don't know. I've talked about He's that gonna, whole thing. Sean's gonna watch so it and get real into Ryan Murphy. Oh, hope not. <laughs> Become a Ryan really Murphy. Really looking apologist. forward to that. <laughs> Sean comes out as by in June 2021, December 2021. He's all Ryan Murphy now. Can't stop talking about Ben Platt and uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Have y'all ever accidentally watched a Ryan Murphy show like yeah. without knowing it? And, and then you just like you get like forty minutes into it, and you're like, everyone sucks and is probably gay. And, so, and then you look at the credits and you're like, oh shit, okay, yeah, 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 got me again. <laughs> like that seems interesting. Yeah, I love Glee. So. <laughs> in any case, yeah, uh, FX has. Uh, what we do in the shadow season three starts in a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Also good. Uh, so listen, I've been intrigued ever since you mentioned someone jumping and stabbing someone with, um, neon green. What was it? Corn holders. What? what they're, is... they're, so they're like, they're like wooden barbecue skewers. Oh. They get like a fistful of them and like pound them into the forehead. And then it just like kind of hangs off. It's, oh. it's great. So, um, <laughs> my actual, uh, my 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 show and tell there's a there's a and i think this is actually like a perfect like intro to this kind of world of wrestling there's a documentary on youtube called life after death um by i have it open in matt tremont documentary life after death by kenny johnson um it is a documentary about the last like the last like year or so of this wrestler Matt Tremont's career. He retired uh last year. Um and he is he is it's it He looks kind of like Dusty Rhodes. He's from New Jersey and he's always covered in blood. <laughs> and that's that's kind of the best way to describe Matt Tremont. Uh he has I don't know if you've ever seen the the like a lot of like really like hardcore deathmatch wrestlers, they'll have just like a unhealable kind of massive scar mm-hmm. in the center of their forehead. Like Abdullah. Um uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly like Abdullah. He even like talks about it in the documentary. Like that's he, he says like that's what I wanted to have when I was growing up and I became a wrestler is I wanted to have this big nasty fucking thing in my forehead and he has it. Um and yeah, it's it's just the thing I really love about Matt Tremont and they go into this in the documentary is that, you know, there is in, you know, it's really easily it's really easy these days in wrestling, all of wrestling and also particularly in deathmatch wrestling to just like everything's a spectacle, everything's a dream match. And it's just like the the there's not a whole lot of like story. It's just like, oh, can you believe, you know, these two incredibly talented wrestlers are going to be working together. Um, but Matt Tremont like he brings so much focus to the story and the like emotion of what's going on in the ring and um it's 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 like 
so this is this is gonna get a little bit um a little bit of a downer, but one of his best friends, uh, Danny Havoc, uh, another deathmatch wrestler, uh, he he uh, passed away, uh, I think, March of last year. Um, and that was kind of like it was like right at near the beginning of the pandemic and when nobody was wrestling. And that was when Matt Tremont kind of stopped and he said, like, OK, I'm going to retire probably around the end of the year. I want to get a few more matches under my belt. And, um, but, you know, he, he then brought like a lot of story into, you know, his, his retirement, uh, thing. He, he kind of kicked up a feud with, uh, this group 440 who I mentioned Atticus Kogar. Atticus Kogar is a member of 440. Their whole thing is we're from Ohio and we fucking suck. (laughs) And, uh, We're, we're still going to kick your ass about it. Uh, we love wearing green and black. <laughs> and we come out to a Bring Me the Horizon song. It's fucking excellent. <laughs> uh, and, and like, so, he, you know, he kicks up this feud with these guys. And then he has his retirement match against their leader, Ricky Shane Page. And there's there's a few shots uh, from, there, there's like a lot from this um, this retirement match in that documentary. And like, they are like in the ring like uh, uh Ricky Shane Page is like smashing like light tubes over uh Matt Tremont's head and yelling at him oh, what was that it was like something like stay down Maddie he's not coming back Maddie and then he's like pointing oh. up to a picture of Danny Havoc like up uh, yeah like really oh. like it it hits you it hits you. And I mean, this is all, you know, this is agreed upon stuff beforehand. Like they are all, you know, we're bringing this into the storyline. And, and and that's, you know, Matt Tremont was saying, like, everything we do in this ring, we do for that man. That's why they have a picture of Danny Havoc hanging above the ring. And yeah, it's just it's it's I it's an hour long documentary. It's on YouTube. Uh, once again, the life after death, Matt Tremont, that'll get you there. Um, and I beseech you not to cry watching this <laughs> documentary it's incredible it's incredible um he also dude comes out to separate ways by journey uh, (laughs) which is just excellent (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah but it it works divorce song maybe not even (laughs) (laughs) uh gonna watch this this week that sounds awesome yeah and, and fairly yeah. recent uh-huh yeah 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 it, it just came out just came out a few months ago like i said he retired in, in in 2020 there is okay one more thing i gotta mention from this documentary his wife uh chrissy uh they they interview her and she says like every time we pull something out of matt uh i keep it uh and uh she says like the biggest thing that that, that we had we uh, had she pulls out like a shard of glass it's probably two and a half inches long and she said she said like like yeah the emt had to like pull it out like long ways out of his belly Uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) wow yeah i i the dedication that those guys put into you know that craft is something incredible and and the thing i love about it is that these are not untalented people and almost assuredly they could make more money 
not doing this they fucking do it for the love of the game and mm. that is kind of beautiful to me mm. absolutely i really want ricky shane page to fight ethan page to fight christian cage to fight <laughs> brian cage to fight hangman adam page <laughs> in a cage yeah 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 biggest cage match oh yeah oh yeah just a battle for the ages Mm-hmm. <laughs> speaking of which uh for uh for the last segment here i should probably just go ahead and fully hand the reins over to uh one of the the wrestling hosts on this show um, everyone else planned to... yes, <laughs> everyone other than me unfortunately um uh to uh to introduce his last segment here well, Tyler, I kind of wanted to talk. Uh, the, the the three of us here kind of talk about uh, the the Buck Wild stuff that's kind of happening in wrestling right now. Just for your sort of information, because there is a mm-hmm. there's an Annabelle situation going on right now. There is oh a uh, there's a loose fiend. <laughs> yep. There's a fiend that they fired and is presumably unemployed. <laughs> there is mm-hmm. a okay. wrestling sommelier who is somehow the, the most over member yep. of the roster. Uh, mm-hmm. Wrestling sommelier as in like wine taster. Moves. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, just a no, wine no, no. taster. Yeah, a wine taster who does wrestling moves. <laughs> I guess we'll start. <laughs> That's even more hilarious. I we'll thought start. it was like someone in there like, yeah, do this move on me and I'll rate it. But No, no. This is a man. Uh, Sean, I don't know how much... Uh, WWE even up on recently uh, so Carmella came back and she goes this is my sommelier Reginald and this man <laughs> who is a former Cirque du Soleil performer named Reginald <laughs> came out and just kind of followed her around and everyone was like oh this is just some guy they got to follow her around but then he right. started wrestling and then like he, I think he's undefeated <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's something ridiculous. Like he's no longer with Carmella either, too. He's no, just kind of he's just, just yeah, yeah. They're dropping <laughs> yes. half. They're just releasing all of these great wrestlers, and they're like, all right. Well, I mean, nothing against Reginald because I don't know the guy, but if, unbelievable. If I'm not mistaken, actually, I think the one person he has taken a loss to was Sasha Banks. Yes, like, yeah, he got, he got pinned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reginald has his own Titantron and entrance music. <laughs> that is fantastic. Wait. At a time when they were trying to reinforce the brand split, Reginald was wrestling on both SmackDown and Raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as Reginald. I was about to ask, yeah. where can I see him? But this is fantastic. He's on every. He's, he's one of WWE's main characters he's, now. He's the face of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. really is. I'm looking him up right now. This is fantastic. <laughs> His name's Reginald the Um <laughs> So currently we have WWE, which has just—I don't know what they're doing. It's—it's it's so bad every that. week. It's so bad. It's—it's it's one of the worst mm-hmm. things you can watch. It it's is unwatchable. It's it, which is horrible because the wrestling is good. Like everyone yes. employed at WWE is very talented. And during pay-per-views, could put on a five-star banger match. Mm-hmm. But the people writing it, but it's it's crossed the event horizon where it's now, I wouldn't say good to watch, but good to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going yes. on in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um. So there is the fiend. It was Bray Wyatt. Yeah. 
He was an unkillable monster. He was who, fantastic. Uh, he put, I, I did his uh, match with John Cena for a show and tell back, uh, what, two years ago from Wrestle, WrestleMania. They didn't even wrestle. That, yeah, they barely even wrestled. <laughs> that, it was an incredible I, match, though. I made 22 episodes of a podcast about that match. That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Do, you count, do you count fun fiction? What's that? Do you count fun fiction is in those episodes? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I did that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Incredible work. I actually think that's what puts it up to twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the fiend was a monster designed by Tom Savini, who I think designed Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Wow. Also did like the zombies from Dawn of the Dead, like did legendary special okay. effects. Uh, I think he might have done Hellraiser. Slipknot. Yeah, he did. He did. He did the most recent round of Slipknot masks, which were excellent. Wow! So Bray, Bray Wyatt pays, I think, out of his own pocket. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. pays Tom Savini to make this mask. They write Bray Wyatt as an unkillable monster, which is their first mistake because they got ahead of themselves and were like, "Oh crap, he has to lose eventually." We've yep. written, <laughs> we've written an unkillable god as our who, who shakes what's off every solution to that. Bill Goldberg, <laughs> fucking Bill Goldberg, former Atlanta Falcon. Bill Goldberg pins him in like forty-five seconds. <laughs> Is he a wrestler, or did they would they introduce him as former Falcon? No, he's he's a wrestler. He's oh, yeah. Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, good. Old time, okay. but he's also like a million years old. He's my Yo. dad's age. Yeah, he's he's. You can call him former uh, Atlanta Falcon, but he's. Current host of Forged in Fire, Knife or Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. right. That's where I know him from. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Try and catch it after ridiculousness. <laughs> uh, good to know. So, so the fiend becomes this like joke, and then they like low key like moved the fiend's gimmick to Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. who is basically a mean girl cheerleader. Uh, Except yep. now an she's unkillable. Except now I mean, she's an unkillable <laughs> death god. Yeah, and then they fired the fiend. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so the fiend yeah. is just out there in the world. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? There was that. I, I think you did see it. The the video of just like somebody <laughs> took a video <laughs> that they just saw. Like, oh yeah, the things you see outside of Wawa. And it was just some guy to feed costume just like walking by himself middle of the day down that, the sidewalk that was the sure it wasn't that him. Was, yeah, him that was yes i was gonna say there's no proof there's nothing in that video that does not indicate that was not Wyndham rotunda oh yeah yeah i believe it i believe it he's he's just he's just donning the full costume and going out on walks these days to just find him listening to the sad charlie brown music as he's walking around <laughs> The fiend's real name is Bray Wyatt, whose real name is Windham Rotunda, and that's not, which is the most interesting. Why not of those just three. go with the first name? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I if he gets signed to AEW, I hope he's like, no, that's I'm going out as Windham Rotunda. I want I want the fiend in Big Japan Deathmatch Wrestling. I want the fiend breaking light tubes with Onita. You know, do you know what do you know what Bray Wyatt's uh, the fiend's uh, original name in the WWE was? When he first signed on with NXT, he oh. was Husky Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would give him that. That's, That's a good probably one. the best. <laughs> Named after the brand of pants I bought in middle school. 
<laughs> so they've offloaded the fiend. It's it's nothing makes any damn sense. They've offloaded yeah. the fiend onto this girl who should be doing like like haha, you can't sit with the cool kids because like she's like heathers or something. She's, she's perfect mm-hmm. at that. But I guess they got rid of the fiend and they're like, well, what are we going to have for her sidekick? And it's it's a doll named Lily who has human <laughs> teeth and <laughs> and recently can wink. They animated this doll yes. winking. <laughs> I saw a gif of that and I thought it was like a joke somebody it's, made for Twitter. <laughs> it's so bad. This, they, they animated this doll winking and the person she was wrestling, Viper Piper Nevin, Japanese superstar, <laughs> goes, whoa! And oh, I'm looking at pictures of Lily now. This is horrendous. Real human teeth? This is canon? I, mean, I don't know. Nothing's canon. This is no, the yeah, company no. that had a, had a man carry around a giant spider in a burlap sack She's for wearing some... She's wearing a Nirvana shirt. This <laughs> is... <laughs> WWE really Lily scary. is just like a product of like like hot topic like 2007 like this should be yeah. like a like a crazy bunny t-shirt or whatever that mm-hmm. thing is called yeah. mm-hmm. it's just, there's no reason why this should exist <laughs> um, what else is happening in WWE right now that's, that's worthy of sharing for Tyler oh god I, I... Lily is really bad there's uh Drew McIntyre has a sword. Oh, good. <laughs> That's pretty sick. And, and yeah. history lessons. I support that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a big Scottish man who comes out with a sword and then like reads you the history of Scotland. Mhm. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. That might be what gets me into wrestling. <laughs> what do you guys have the the belt status in front of you or do you do you know that cuz just I do. I'm curious to know uh, where things are right check. now. So WWE champs Bobby Lashley. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, Bobby Lashley's great. He looks like handsome Squidward. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Has he right. said a single word in the past year since I've seen him last? He's a pretty good promo. I'm not gonna. Does lie. he? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, last time I. Yeah. I mean, I I love a guy who's still a good promo even though he's backed up by somebody like MVP. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I love that. You That's know? good to hear. When I was when I was following WWE, Bobby Lashley was just like a presence. I mean, he was just handsome yeah. and big, and he would kick your ass. And I was like, okay, he's fine. But good to hear. He's great at that <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing that like most people when they leave WWE, you realize like, oh, they were great at talking, and you're yeah. like, oh, like, like Andrade. Andrade is incredible. And like he didn't say uh-huh. a single word in WWE because they were like, he has an accent. Don't let him talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that. Who's Universal Champ? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, who is Universal Champ right now? Not a good sign that no one knows. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I have. I. I think I watched Money in the Bank most recently. Like that's. Oh, I, I'm so out of it. Oh yeah, Roman. Duh. Yeah, okay, who's okay. also incredible right now. Where's, yeah, yeah, they finally let him be cool. Where's the twenty yeah. seven yeah. uh belt? Who took that? No one knows. Oh. That that we need like hour by hour <laughs> updates. We <laughs> Is it Reginald? It's Reginald it right now. Reg- it's right. Reginald, yes. Okay, okay. I had a feeling. <laughs> I'm glad they um and then Shinsuke just won the Intercontinental, right? Yeah, yes. I saw that. I believe. Okay, very good. 
and United States is Seamus, who now has a bit where uh, a comedian on Twitter, Sean O'Connor, says that Seamus looks like an uncle who leaves you at the dog racing track. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has like a divorced dad hat and like a big overcoat, and he wears like fingerless I'm gloves. So, I'm so glad they're letting him lean into that now, because <laughs> like that's his vibe. <laughs> they gave him like a. Like the you know like the the WWE like virtual reality they do kind of like over the stage yeah. when people come out they gave him like mm-hmm. a bar sign like cheers <laughs> oh good it's That's the only so one that good. I like it's the only one that works is that Seamus you has... don't love the three story high Roman because <laughs> that <moves>. that's. <laughs> <laughs> Miro, formerly Rusev in WWE, 
has mm-hmm. been an unkillable. He's like 19 and 0 in AEW. Yeah. He shakes off yeah. everything. It's his whole thing is that like he can't be hurt. They've introduced into the fiction that Miro's weakness is the tornado DDT, which is <laughs> the most video game boss shit ever. So like somebody yeah, came out yeah. and did the tornado DDT on him and it stunned him three times in a row. And it was the most like <laughs> the crowd was going absolutely insane. Like they found his weakness. <laughs> it was the coolest thing his glowing ever. weak point. Yeah. He's, he's like Zangief. He's just like a big guy. He's like weak to low neutrals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> Wrestling's so weird right now. <laughs> it's really weird. Ric Flair put it's a guy weird. in a figure four last night. Oh my god, he's like 90! <laughs> yes, just celebrated his 72nd birthday and had a heart attack yeah. scare last year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's accompanying his brother, or his son-in-law <laughs> to the ring to fight Kenny Omega. <laughs> 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 So good. That's funny. I um, I know I've dropped Sean, off the wrestling train uh, a fair bit in the past year, but at the drop of a hat, whenever AEW announces that they're back in town, I'm uh, we gotta go without without oh, a yeah. doubt. AEW is consistently great. Their new show Rampage mm-hmm. is only an hour long. Uh, I yeah. highly recommend watching the Friday night, the first episode. Where is that? Is hour. it TNT? It's TNT. Yeah, fantastic. They already got a second show. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's mm-hmm. one hour, all killer, no filler. It was just three matches, boom, boom, boom. And they were all like spectacular. The first one was Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega was just a 20-minute yeah. slugfest. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? I'll be watching this Friday. Uh, God willing. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, you know, you know. I've got my shirt washed for to wear it on Friday. CM Punk uh-huh. is is highly rumored to come back on Friday. Yeah. Um, and it's in, it's in Chicago. They've made it a special uh-huh. episode. Uh, the thing that like sold me was the band Living Color followed AEW like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. There we go. They do his yeah. theme, and someone was like, "That that seals it more than anything for me." Is that the band was like, "I'm mm-hmm. gonna follow them." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that would be mm-hmm. monumental. And then like Daniel Bryan's pretty much confirmed. At some point yeah. soon, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. probably in probably in New York. But yeah, wrestling is is, is going to be good again, unless you like yeah. WWE, in which case enjoy Reginald. No, no. <laughs> I was about to say I'm, 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 I I want to see Reginald at this point. I think I might go watch some Reginald I, YouTube clips or something. I have a Twitter thread of Reginald saved. I'll send you because this one <laughs> Twitter okay, please, please, please send that to me also. So I, I, I want to catch up on Reginald. There's there's. A match coming up that this is again. I just got to be the death match ghoul here. Um, I, have y'all seen War Games matches before? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The two rings surrounded by a cage, no rules, just right. Two teams <laughs> get into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so GCW is doing a War Games match. Uh, Team MDK versus Four Four O. I mentioned Four Four O before, and Team MDK is like. Nick Gage, Effie, uh, Mance Warner, uh, Alex Cologne, and AJ Gray. Uh, so there's gonna, it's gonna be like a proper deathmatch war games match. That's gonna be insane. Uh, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, yeah. When is that? Uh, it is sep- 
I want to say it's like really, really early September. Okay, I'll I will rent that for sure or pay for it. Yeah, or yeah. GCW it's, does. Uh, uh, GCW Art of War Games. It's going to be on Fight TV. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. Uh, before before we uh, wrap up the show completely, uh, I do want to hear about the shows that you're doing right now, Lilith. Um, oh. I just listened to your most recent episode of Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, uh, talking about <laughs> cheddar caramel popcorn and uh, the Coca-Cola with uh, coffee, which I'm honestly a fan of yeah. myself. Yeah. So uh, that was that was great to hear about, uh, to hear you guys reviewing it and tasting it live on uh, live <laughs> on podcast. Yeah. Um, so tell tell us about uh, the stuff you're doing right now. So uh, right now I have I have the two shows Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, which uh, me and my best friend we uh, we have a I would call it an adversarial relationship with food, <laughs> uh, where the two of us have historically disagreed about food uh, almost constantly throughout the, uh, the the length of our friendship. Um, and so we started obviously we started a snacks podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just, we just talk about food that we're really passionate about. Uh, sometimes that passion comes in different ways. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's real fun. Uh, you can catch that one on the noise space network. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, uh, ghost puncher core is the podcast. I'm always kind of, kind of working on right now. We're on a mid season break. Um, but we should be coming back pretty soon from that one um and i'm real excited about what we're going to be doing but we also have like 50 something episodes of story that you can catch up on uh before we come back uh if you're curious so yeah it's a it's a tabletop role-playing podcast uh set in a modern america where things really crazy things happen like uh, the the players have to play a fucking cyberpunk multi uh massively multiplayer online game uh in order to save the damned soul of somebody who's trapped inside of it um hell yeah yeah so like right kind of yeah 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 exactly <laughs> we did that <laughs> exactly um I guess uh, we're, we can just segue right into uh, chatting about where we can find us. Where can we find your shows? Where can we find you um, <clears throat> online? Uh, Noisespace.xyz for uh, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Um, and then Ghostpuncher.net for Ghost Puncher Core. Um, and then if you want to find me, uh, Twitter.com slash Death Carpets. Death Carpets is really my go-by pretty much anywhere on the internet. So you can just find me there wherever nice. you if there's a social media site plug that in and you'll probably <laughs> find me if i'm on that site <laughs> linkedin um <laughs> ghostpuncher.net is i feel like years and years and years and years and years from now you could sell that for a lot of freaking that's that's an amazing <laughs> website to nab Absolutely. yeah 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 i don't know who has.com it says it's like a GoDaddy park thing um mm. but uh the the one I that I it. really want, <laughs> the one that I really want, the the dot ers domain is I forget the name of the country that that you have to be based in that country to get it, but I want to get ghostpunch dot ers. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Estonia. Uh, it's 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 somewhere in Africa actually. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. We can set yeah, up a server yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Will from Online on Twitter. That's really all I'm at. 
don't really look anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> especially right behind you. Uh, I do don't some other balls. stuff. Uh, Naruto run. We got more episodes coming out soon. I'm watching some more Naruto with Evan. Nice. And uh, yeah. Believe it. Uh, Believe it. You can find me. One, I want to say uh, Lilith and Will, uh, thank you so much for talking more about wrestling. I forgot how exciting it can be. I really need to get back to it. Um, but you can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter. We'll see for how long. Um, and at Sean M. Barry. Is that a threat? Somewhat. It's a bad yeah, place. kind of. Um, <laughs> uh, at Sean M. Barry on Instagram and Letterboxd, where uh, you'll find probably one of my future show and tells there. Um, and also. Listen to, if you haven't listened to The Chandring yet, uh, I know we're barely on the cusp of September, but spooky season is coming up, and we're getting, you know, to the time where we'll be uh, diving further into the Conjuring universe with The Chandring, and also, James Wan has a new horror movie coming out, and if you don't think we're going to cover Malevolent, you're dead wrong. We, you're, we're absolutely... Maleficent. Yeah. Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's already spooky season at the local Walgreens over here, so maybe we need to hop spooky on Spooky season it. every... People are already angles. starting to sell. Um, but yeah, so listen to the Sean <laughs> Uh Sean M. Barry, Dad Sean Barry. Uh, oh, and I have a an account, an Instagram account for my record collection, which I'm going to revive very soon, because as you can see behind me, you can't if you're watching, if you're listening. Um, but I've got Nick Lutzko's uh, Songs from the Computer, finally on vinyl. Um, and I'm very excited to have nice. it, and I'll be uh, reviving the Instagram account soon to talk about that, as well as you know some fish records and some King Gizzard live records that are coming in the mail. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, you could find me online at Tyler from Radish. You could find this show online at Radish Pod. Uh, also check out at Indiesaurusnet. That's our podcast network's Twitter account. Uh, go to indiesaurus.com slash discord to join our fun-ass discord. Um, and uh, Lilith, we normally wrap up the uh, the show with Tyler's question of the day. <laughs> and in inspired by your show, Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. Um, I'm curious, when you guys are in the mood for a snack, like junk, like, you're going to go out, you're going to go to a 7-Eleven, QT, uh, Bucky's, uh, whatever, and you're going to pick something up specifically because you're in the mood for some junk food. What? Where do you go and what do you pick up? Uh, my go-to uh, is 7-Eleven, and this this quite literally will be the death of me. I get a rock star. Uh, folks who have known me since... Uh, High school have have known that I that's that's like my go to uh, sugary drink and depending on my mood I'll go for talkies or I'll go for uh, 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 sweet um, sour patch kids sour patch kids. Uh, his brain didn't know where I was going with that so, sorry to Mila Kunis and sorry to sour patch kids <laughs> I think. I don't know if I go to a, a convenience store for my snacks, but like my, my go-to whenever I'm like feeling it is a, a good box of Cheez-Its, man. Hard to beat. Hell yeah. mm. Just grade A, mm -hmm. you know, S-tier snack. Uh, don't come at me with the burnt Cheez-Its. You're weird and you're strange. Don't come <laughs> near me. Hey, now. Burnt Cheez-Its are a scourge uh, and I, I, I can't understand. Um, but yeah. 
Uh, I got a convenience store. I go uh, the blue low carb monster, and either a, a soft pretzel if I'm at QT because the QT soft pretzel is unmatched, uh, <laughs> or uh, Chocodiles, the Twinkies dipped in chocolate. Oh wow! Mm. You can find those sometimes. Mm. Those are god tier snack cake. <laughs> so um, there's a CVS within biking distance of my house. Um, that's that's where I go. Um, and I will pick between the varieties of Arizona canned yeah. drinks, uh, nice. teas, Solid. or if I need to not do caffeinated, then non-caffeinated. And um, you'll, you'll you, on a future episode of Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, uh, we have recorded, uh, you'll hear my full thoughts on this particular snack. Uh, but it is it is the absolute, absolute greatest sweet and sour snack you'll ever have. Uh, the trolley sour crunchy crawlers. Oh, they they are gummy worms with a hard sour candy shell, and they are incredible. They're gonna kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You do, you do. <laughs> going, going tomorrow. Then. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're to blame. <laughs> Well, hey, we've learned a lot today. We've learned about the uh, the sour worms. Shampoo. We learned about our hair, not to wash our hair that often. Yes. And um, I learned a lot about wrestling. So thank you so much uh, for hopping on, Lilith. It's a um, pleasure. Radish, so much Radish again, is not a not thank a show you. for for learning, but uh, you turned it into <laughs> one. This week it was. So that we thank you. <laughs> Glad Bye, to hear guys. it. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.